Whenever we worship the Lord, our mind is filled with warmth and joy. Last week, the Lord helped me to see wonderful things through my spiritual eye. I thank the Lord for that. He also informed me about the importance of the spiritual eye through the scripture from a new dimension. Welcome to the translation of the sermon delivered by Apostle E. Dawson at New Jerusalem Church on 29th November 2020. Praise the Lord! Every time the king of Syria planned to attack Israel, Elisha, the prophet, alerted the king of Israel about it as he could see it in his spiritual eyes. This infuriated the king of Syria and he assumed that there was a spy in their midst who informed their every move to the king of Israel. But one of his counselors told him about Elisha, the prophet, who could even hear what was spoken in the bedroom of the king of Syria and inform the king of Israel about it. He immediately sent a huge column of troops to arrest Elisha. When the servant of Elisha came out, he saw the horses and the chariots all around their place ran in and cried to Elisha about the impending danger. Elisha just smiled and said, We have bigger army than what they have, so don't worry. He knew it because his spiritual eyes were open. But the servant doubted his master's sanity as he couldn't find any such army as far as he could see. Elisha, observing that his servant was spiritually blind, prayed to the Lord to open them so that he would have the understanding. 2 Kings chapter 6 verse 17 says, Then Elisha prayed, O Lord, open his eyes so he may see. Then the Lord opened the servant's eyes, and he looked and saw the hills full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. We too in our lives worry too much about the hardships we face and begin to lose heart. The Lord wants us to believe that we have enough protection all around us to save us from our present predicament. We need to open our spiritual eyes to see God's protection. King Balak called Balaam to curse the people of Israel with the promise of rewards. Balaam prayed to the Lord and the Lord refused to give him permission to curse them. Lured by the promises of more rewards, he asked the Lord once again, thinking he might change his mind. The Lord let him go, but on the way the angel of the Lord stood with the drawn sword. His donkey refused to move, seeing such a sight. He couldn't see it because his spiritual eyes were not open. When his eyes were open, he wanted to go back, but the Lord let him reach the high places where the Syrian army stood. When he opened his mouth to curse them, only blessings came out of it. He told them that the shout of the king is with the Israelites and they have the strength of the wild ox. Like a lion, they crouch and lie down. Beloved children, we should believe in the blessings and the security God has provided for us. The Lord has angels to help his children. Whenever we are weak and afraid of something or anxious and weary, we need to open our spiritual eye to see the protection of the Lord so that we can sustain such pressures. When our spiritual eyes are open, we don't give much importance 
to cheap and lowly emotions. Our aim will be for higher qualities of life in God. We ought to become the comforters to others. The Lord has given us the scripture in our hands, but still we cannot find the right way to understand it. The Bible clearly says that the Lord gave baptism by immersion, but still people don't follow it because their eyes are not open. There is no use in having different denominations if the people's eyes are open. Some people say that Song of Solomon is like some romantic poetry, but it has great news for us. It has the relationship between God and man. Unless the spiritual eyes are open, one wouldn't see the reality. In Psalms chapter 118 verse 18, King David says, Open my eyes that I may see wonderful things in your law. Dear children, it is known that the scripture is a treasure, but to see its contents, we should have our spiritual eyes open. Elisha's servant saw the chariots and horses and all the army when his eyes were opened. Like Judas's eyes, Balaam's were also closed as they both sold themselves for money and cheap popularity. Next, let's see how Paul understood his calling to serve the Lord as he told King Agrippa. Let's read Acts chapter 26 verse 18. To open their eyes in order to turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and inheritance among those who are sanctified by faith in me. According to Paul, the Jews proclaimed to follow the law, but they seemed to be blind to the real truth. They accused Paul of teaching a man's words as God's. But Paul wanted to open their eyes so that they can see the light. A man who has a defect in his eyes has to go to the eye doctor, not to the other doctors. In the same way, there is a mission to open the eyes of the people. The apostles baptized them. They let them confess their sins, give them the right spiritual teachings, and become free from sins, and have their spiritual eyes opened. They brought a blind man to Jesus to be healed. Jesus spat on the mud and made paste out of it and applied it on the eyes and told him to wash it in the Siloam River, which meant scent. So the man went and washed and came back seeing. The Lord sends his people to the ones who are sent. If somebody is not sent by the Lord, we cannot have the real power to heal. The Lord sent Ananias to restore the vision of Paul and let him be cleansed of his sins and filled with the Holy Spirit. The Lord sent his chosen people to lead the masses from dark to the light, from the clutches of Satan to Jesus, who is the Son of God and the Lord to everyone. As the Jews were blind spiritually, they opposed Paul, who knew how to lead them in the right way. It is the same today too. People whose eyes are open know the wonders and the greatness of the scripture. When one of the blind men got healed, Jesus asked him what he saw. He said he saw people looking like trees. He just had a blurred vision. The Lord touched him once again and his vision became very clear. Our work at New Jerusalem Church is to provide a clear vision to the faithful. 
In the last days Isaac became blind and he wanted to bless his beloved firstborn. So he asked him to hunt down the animal and cook it to his liking so that he can bless him. But Rebekah loved Jacob, so she cooked Isaac's favorite meat and sent him to his father to get the blessing that was reserved for the firstborn. Isaac was surprised to get his meal early and asked him about it and learned it was his God who made it possible. In the end, Jacob manages to get the blessing that was rightfully belonged to Esau because of Isaac's blindness. Like Isaac, a lot of people are spiritually blind as not to see the truth. God's people like Moses talked with the Lord. We should strive to have conversation with the Lord as well. Like the blind man who saw people like the trees, ours should not be a blurred vision. We should go beyond and have a clear vision. We should read the scripture constantly, follow them without fail, and cleanse our soul regularly to have communion with God. We should get ready to see what the Lord has for his children in the kingdom of God. Thirdly, let's read Ephesians chapter 1 verses 18 and 19. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints. I also pray that you will understand the incredible greatness of God's power for us who believe him. This is the same mighty power. The Lord wants us to have the hope to get the power of the Lord when we believe him thoroughly. God's power should give us the supreme confidence to face the world. Let's not consider the scripture as irrelevant, but understand that it opens our eyes and shows us the clear way. Let's not like the ones who always struggle hard to get away from the pulls of the world. Moses was the heir to the throne, but he gave all his worldly luxuries for the sake of his people, which was also the desire of the Lord. His mother played her part in infusing a sense of duty toward the freedom of the Israelites. He understood that his people had the hope of salvation from the slavery in Egypt. Hebrews chapter 11 verses 24 to 26 say, It was by faith that Moses, when he grew up, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He chose to share the oppression of God's people instead of enjoying the fleeting pleasures of sin. He thought it was better to suffer for the sake of Christ than to own the treasures of Egypt. Moses was not concerned with his position as the prince of Egypt. He was concerned with the future liberation of his people. Dear children, the faithful of God always had their attention on how to serve and please the Lord. As a result, many of them went through trials and physical pains. They had their eyes always on the Lord. Sadhu Sundar Singh converted to Christianity from Sikhism. His relatives were quite concerned about his future. They sent a well-dressed-up woman to his office to get him into wedlock. He told her that he had a small heart and that heart belonged to Jesus Christ. Sadhu's eyes were not focused on this world. His eyes were open to the glorious service he wanted to do to God. 
we should also keep our mind's eye open let our mind be aware of the illusions of this world the scripture says that the israelites were blind to the miracles performed by the lord so they looked back at egypt and thought about the things they ate in spite of being slaves they were blind to where they were going and forgot what was waiting for them deuteronomy chapter 29 verses 3 and 4 say with your own eyes you saw those great trials those miraculous signs and great wonders but to this day the lord has not given you that understands or eyes that see or ears that hear the lord gives such eyes only the ones who follow his words without fail let's pray to the lord to open our eyes may our vision be one of spiritual not one of carnal let's ask the lord to give such eyes we have come to a place where the eyes get opened as the blind man was sent to the siloam where the eyes are opened let's come to the place where the people are sent for this particular purpose may the lord help you to wash your eyes and be baptized in the right place to prepare you for the kingdom of god amen if you want to contact us our website is www.newjerusalemnews.in email ngcngl@gmail.com may god bless you all amen Whenever we worship the Lord our mind is filled with warmth and joy last week the lord helped me to see wonderful things through my spiritual eye i thank the lord for that he also informed me about the importance of the spiritual eye through the scripture from a new dimension welcome to the translation of the sermon delivered by apostle ace dawson at New Jerusalem Church on 29th November 2020 praise the lord every time the king of syria planned to attack israel elisha the prophet alerted the king of israel about it as he could see it in his spiritual eyes this infuriated the king of syria and he assumed that there was a spy in their midst who informed their every move to the king of israel But one of his counselors told him about Elisha the prophet who could even hear what was spoken in the bedroom of the king of Syria and inform the king of Israel about it he immediately sent a huge column of troops to arrest Elisha when the servant of Elisha came out he saw the horses and the chariots all around their place ran in and cried to Elisha about the impending danger Elisha just smiled and said we have bigger army than what they have so don't worry he knew it because his spiritual eyes were open but the servant doubted his master's sanity as he couldn't find any such army as far as he could see 
Elisha, observing that his servant was spiritually blind, prayed to the Lord to open them so that he would have the understanding. 2 Kings chapter 6 verse 17 says, Then Elisha prayed, O Lord, open his eyes so he may see. Then the Lord opened the servant's eyes, and he looked and saw the hills full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. We too in our lives worry too much about the hardships we face and begin to lose heart. The Lord wants us to believe that we have enough protection all around us to save us from our present predicament. We need to open our spiritual eyes to see God's protection. King Balak called Balaam to curse the people of Israel with the promise of rewards. Balaam prayed to the Lord and the Lord refused to give him permission to curse them. Lured by the promises of more rewards, he asked the Lord once again, thinking he might change his mind. The Lord let him go. But on the way, the angel of the Lord stood with the drawn sword. His donkey refused to move, seeing such a sight. He couldn't see it because his spiritual eyes were not open. When his eyes were open, he wanted to go back. But the Lord let him reach the high places where the Syrian army stood. When he opened his mouth to curse them, only blessings came out of it. He told them that the shout of the king is with the Israelites and they have the strength of the wild ox. Like a lion, they crouch and lie down. Beloved children, we should believe in the blessings and the security God has provided for us. The Lord has angels to help his children. Whenever we are weak and afraid of something or anxious and weary, we need to open our spiritual eye to see the protection of the Lord so that we can sustain such pressures. When our spiritual eyes are open, we don't give much importance to cheap and lowly emotions. Our aim will be for higher qualities of life in God. We ought to become the comforters to others. The Lord has given us the scripture in our hands, but still we cannot find the right way to understand it. The Bible clearly says that the Lord gave baptism by immersion, but still people don't follow it because their eyes are not open. There is no use in having different denominations if the people's eyes are open. Some people say that Song of Solomon is like some romantic poetry, but it has great news for us. It has the relationship between God and man. Unless the spiritual eyes are open, one wouldn't see the reality. In Psalms chapter 118 verse 18, King David says, Open my eyes that I may see wonderful things in your law. Dear children, it is known that the scripture is a treasure, but to see its contents, we should have our spiritual eyes open. Elisha's servants saw the chariots and horses and all the army when his eyes were opened. Like Judas's eyes, Balaam's were also closed as they both sold themselves for money and cheap popularity. Next, let's see how Paul understood his calling to serve the Lord as he told King Agrippa. Let's read Acts chapter 26 verse 18. To open their eyes in order to turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God, 
that they may receive forgiveness of sins and inheritance among those who are sanctified by faith in me. According to Paul, the Jews proclaimed to follow the law, but they seemed to be blind to the real truth. They accused Paul of teaching a man's words as God's. But Paul wanted to open their eyes so that they can see the light. A man who has a defect in his eyes has to go to the eye doctor, not to the other doctors. In the same way, there is a mission to open the eyes of the people. The apostles baptized them. They let them confess their sins, give them the right spiritual teachings, and become free from sins, and have their spiritual eyes opened. They brought a blind man to Jesus to be healed. Jesus spat on the mud and made paste out of it, and applied it on the eyes and told him to wash it in the Siloam River, which meant scent. So the man went and washed and came back seeing. The Lord sends his people to the ones who are sent. If somebody is not sent by the Lord, we cannot have the real power to heal. The Lord sent Ananias to restore the vision of Paul and let him be cleansed of his sins and filled with the Holy Spirit. The Lord sent his chosen people to lead the masses from dark to the light, from the clutches of Satan to Jesus, who is the Son of God and the Lord to everyone. As the Jews were blind spiritually, they opposed Paul, who knew how to lead them in the right way. It is the same today too. People whose eyes are open know the wonders and the greatness of the scripture. When one of the blind men got healed, Jesus asked him what he saw. He said he saw people looking like trees. He just had a blurred vision. The Lord touched him once again and his vision became very clear. Our work at New Jerusalem Church is to provide a clear vision to the faithful. In the last days, Isaac became blind and he wanted to bless his beloved firstborn. So he asked him to hunt down the animal and cook it to his liking so that he can bless him. But Rebekah loved Jacob, so she cooked Isaac's favorite meat and sent him to his father to get the blessing that was reserved for the firstborn. Isaac was surprised to get his meal early and asked him about it and learned it was his God who made it possible. In the end, Jacob manages to get the blessing that was rightfully belonged to Esau because of Isaac's blindness. Like Isaac, a lot of people are spiritually blind as not to see the truth. God's people like Moses talked with the Lord. We should strive to have conversation with the Lord as well. Like the blind man who saw people like the trees, ours should not be a blurred vision. We should go beyond and have a clear vision. We should read the scripture constantly follow them without fail, and cleanse our soul regularly to have communion with God. We should get ready to see what the Lord has for his children in the kingdom of God. Thirdly, let's read Ephesians chapter 1 verses 18 and 19. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints, 
I also pray that you will understand the incredible greatness of God's power for us who believe him. This is the same mighty power. The Lord wants us to have the hope to get the power of the Lord when we believe him thoroughly. God's power should give us the supreme confidence to face the world. Let's not consider the scripture as irrelevant, but understand that it opens our eyes and shows us the clear way. Let's not like the ones who always struggle hard to get away from the pulls of the world. Moses was the heir to the throne, but he gave all his worldly luxuries for the sake of his people, which was also the desire of the Lord. His mother played her part in infusing a sense of duty toward the freedom of the Israelites. He understood that his people had the hope of salvation from the slavery in Egypt. Hebrews chapter 11 verses 24 to 26 say, It was by faith that Moses, when he grew up, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He chose to share the oppression of God's people instead of enjoying the fleeting pleasures of sin. He thought it was better to suffer for the sake of Christ than to own the treasures of Egypt. Moses was not concerned with his position as the prince of Egypt. He was concerned with the future liberation of his people. Dear children, the faithful of God always had their attention on how to serve and please the Lord. As a result, many of them went through trials and physical pains. They had their eyes always on the Lord. Sadhu Sundar Singh converted to Christianity from Sikhism. His relatives were quite concerned about his future. They sent a well-dressed-up woman to his office to get him into wedlock. He told her that he had a small heart and that heart belonged to Jesus Christ. Sadhu's eyes were not focused on this world. His eyes were open to the glorious service he wanted to do to God. We should also keep our mind's eye open. Let our mind be aware of the illusions of this world. The scripture says that the Israelites were blind to the miracles performed by the Lord. So they looked back at Egypt and thought about the things they ate in spite of being slaves. They were blind to where they were going and forgot what was waiting for them. Deuteronomy chapter 29 verses 3 and 4 say, With your own eyes you saw those great trials, those miraculous signs and great wonders. But to this day the Lord has not given you that understands or eyes that see or ears that hear. The Lord gives such eyes only the ones who follow his words without fail. Let's pray to the Lord to open our eyes. May our vision be one of spiritual, not one of carnal. Let's ask the Lord to give such eyes. We have come to a place where the eyes get opened. As the blind man was sent to the Siloam where the eyes are opened, let's come to the place where the people are sent for this particular purpose. May the Lord help you to wash your eyes and be baptized in the right place to prepare you for the kingdom of God. Amen. If you want to contact us, our website is www.newjerusalemnews.in. 
email njcngl at gmail.com. May God bless you all. Amen. Whenever we worship the Lord, our mind is filled with warmth and joy. Last week, the Lord helped me to see wonderful things through my spiritual eye. I thank the Lord for that. He also informed me about the importance of the spiritual eye through the scripture from a new dimension. Welcome to the translation of the sermon delivered by Apostle H. Dawson at New Jerusalem Church on 29th November 2020. Praise the Lord. Every time the king of Syria planned to attack Israel, Elisha, the prophet, alerted the king of Israel about it as he could see it in his spiritual eyes. This infuriated the king of Syria and he assumed that there was a spy in their midst who informed their every move to the king of Israel. But one of his counselors told him about Elisha, the prophet, who could even hear what was spoken in the bedroom of the king of Syria and inform the king of Israel about it. He immediately sent a huge column of troops to arrest Elisha. When the servant of Elisha came out, he saw the horses and the chariots all around their place, ran in and cried to Elisha about the impending danger. Elisha just smiled and said, We have bigger army than what they have, so don't worry. He knew it because his spiritual eyes were open. But the servant doubted his master's sanity as he couldn't find any such army as far as he could see. Elisha, observing that his servant was spiritually blind, prayed to the Lord to open them so that he would have the understanding. 2 Kings chapter 6 verse 17 says, Then Elisha prayed, O Lord, open his eyes so he may see. Then the Lord opened the servant's eyes, and he looked and saw the hills full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. We too in our lives worry too much about the hardships we face and begin to lose heart. The Lord wants us to believe that we have enough protection all around us to save us from our present predicament. We need to open our spiritual eyes to see God's protection. King Balak called Balaam to curse the people of Israel with the promise of rewards. Balaam prayed to the Lord and the Lord refused to give him permission to curse them. Lured by the promises of more rewards, he asked the Lord once again thinking he might change his mind. The Lord let him go, but on the way the angel of the Lord stood with the drawn sword. His donkey refused to move, seeing such a sight. He couldn't see it because his spiritual eyes were not open. When his eyes were open, he wanted to go back, but the Lord let him reach the high places where the Syrian army stood. When he opened his mouth to curse them, only blessings came out of it. 
He told them that the shout of the king is with the Israelites, and they have the strength of the wild ox. Like a lion, they crouch and lie down. Beloved children, we should believe in the blessings and the security God has provided for us. The Lord has angels to help his children. Whenever we are weak and afraid of something or anxious and weary, we need to open our spiritual eye to see the protection of the Lord so that we can sustain such pressures. When our spiritual eyes are open, we don't give much importance to cheap and lowly emotions. Our aim will be for higher qualities of life in God. We ought to become the comforters to others. The Lord has given us the scripture in our hands, but still we cannot find the right way to understand it. The Bible clearly says that the Lord gave baptism by immersion, but still people don't follow it because their eyes are not open. There is no use in having different denominations if the people's eyes are open. Some people say that Song of Solomon is like some romantic poetry, but it has great news for us. It has the relationship between God and man. Unless the spiritual eyes are open, one wouldn't see the reality. In Psalms chapter 118 verse 18, King David says, Open my eyes that I may see wonderful things in your law. Dear children, it is known that the scripture is a treasure, but to see its contents, we should have our spiritual eyes open. Elisha's servant saw the chariots and horses and all the army when his eyes were opened. Like Judas's eyes, Balaam's were also closed as they both sold themselves for money and cheap popularity. Next, let's see how Paul understood his calling to serve the Lord as he told King Agrippa. Let's read Acts chapter 26 verse 18. To open their eyes in order to turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and inheritance among those who are sanctified by faith in me. According to Paul, the Jews proclaimed to follow the law, but they seemed to be blind to the real truth. They accused Paul of teaching a man's words as God's. But Paul wanted to open their eyes so that they can see the light. A man who has a defect in his eyes has to go to the eye doctor, not to the other doctors. In the same way, there is a mission to open the eyes of the people. The apostles baptized them. They let them confess their sins, give them the right spiritual teachings and become free from sins and have their spiritual eyes opened. They brought a blind man to Jesus to be healed. Jesus spat on the mud and made paste out of it and applied it on the eyes and told him to wash it in the Siloam River, which meant scent. So the man went and washed and came back seeing. The Lord sends his people to the ones who are sent. If somebody is not sent by the Lord, we cannot have the real power to heal. The Lord sent Ananias to restore the vision of Paul and let him be cleansed of his sins and filled with the Holy Spirit. The Lord sent his chosen people to lead the masses from dark to the light, from the clutches of Satan to Jesus, 
who is the Son of God and the Lord to everyone. As the Jews were blind spiritually, they opposed Paul, who knew how to lead them in the right way. It is the same today too. People whose eyes are open know the wonders and the greatness of the scripture. When one of the blind men got healed, Jesus asked him what he saw. He said he saw people looking like trees. He just had a blurred vision. The Lord touched him once again and his vision became very clear. Our work at New Jerusalem Church is to provide a clear vision to the faithful. In the last days, Isaac became blind and he wanted to bless his beloved firstborn. So he asked him to hunt down the animal and cook it to his liking so that he can bless him. But Rebekah loved Jacob, so she cooked Isaac's favorite meat and sent him to his father to get the blessing that was reserved for the firstborn. Isaac was surprised to get his meal early and asked him about it and learned it was his God who made it possible. In the end, Jacob manages to get the blessing that was rightfully belonged to Esau because of Isaac's blindness. Like Isaac, a lot of people are spiritually blind as not to see the truth. God's people like Moses talked with the Lord. We should strive to have conversation with the Lord as well. Like the blind man who saw people like the trees, ours should not be a blurred vision. We should go beyond and have a clear vision. We should read the scripture constantly, follow them without fail, and cleanse our soul regularly to have communion with God. We should get ready to see what the Lord has for his children in the kingdom of God. Thirdly, let's read Ephesians chapter 1 verses 18 and 19. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints. I also pray that you will understand the incredible greatness of God's power for us who believe him. This is the same mighty power. The Lord wants us to have the hope to get the power of the Lord when we believe him thoroughly. God's power should give us the supreme confidence to face the world. Let's not consider the scripture as irrelevant, but understand that it opens our eyes and shows us the clear way. Let's not like the ones who always struggle hard to get away from the pulls of the world. Moses was the heir to the throne, but he gave all his worldly luxuries for the sake of his people which was also the desire of the Lord. His mother played her part in infusing a sense of duty toward the freedom of the Israelites. He understood that his people had the hope of salvation from the slavery in Egypt. Hebrews chapter 11 verses 24 to 26 say, It was by faith that Moses, when he grew up, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He chose to share the oppression of God's people instead of enjoying the fleeting pleasures of sin. He thought it was better to suffer for the sake of Christ than to own the treasures of Egypt. Moses was not concerned with his position as the prince of Egypt. He was concerned with the future liberation of his people. Dear children, 
the faithful of God always had their attention on how to serve and please the Lord. As a result, many of them went through trials and physical pains. They had their eyes always on the Lord. Sadhu Sundar Singh converted to Christianity from Sikhism. His relatives were quite concerned about his future. They sent a well-dressed up woman to his office to get him into wedlock. He told her that he had a small heart and that heart belonged to Jesus Christ. Sadhu's eyes were not focused on this world. His eyes were open to the glorious service he wanted to do to God. We should also keep our mind's eye open. Let our mind be aware of the illusions of this world. The scripture says that the Israelites were blind to the miracles performed by the Lord. So they looked back at Egypt and thought about the things they ate in spite of being slaves. They were blind to where they were going and forgot what was waiting for them. Deuteronomy chapter 29 verses 3 and 4 say, With your own eyes you saw those great trials, those miraculous signs and great wonders. But to this day the Lord has not given you that understands or eyes that see or ears that hear. The Lord gives such eyes only the ones who follow his words without fail. Let's pray to the Lord to open our eyes. May our vision be one of spiritual, not one of carnal. Let's ask the Lord to give such eyes. We have come to a place where the eyes get opened. As the blind man was sent to the Siloam where the eyes are opened, let's come to the place where the people are sent for this particular purpose. May the Lord help you to wash your eyes and be baptized in the right place to prepare you for the kingdom of God. Amen. If you want to contact us, our website is www.newjerusalemnews.in Email njcngl at gmail.com May God bless you all. Amen.